Hi everybody. Hi everybody. Maybe what they're seeing and how they're seeing it, and also video games. I'm hearing more and more people saying the level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. And constant crises have shaken the entire world and have threatened in each case to bring on the gigantic conflict, which is today, unhappily, a fact. Non-programmable weapons guns. Customizable feedback software. Don't just buy a new video game. Make one. He doesn't have a PlayStation 5. That's because he's too console. Too late. Hello! Did you miss me? Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been almost... It's been over a month. Where have I been? We were so worried about you, Jackson. What happened? I'm fine. This is the Two Consoles Too Late podcast. I am the host, Jackson Keebler, and I am Two Consoles Too Late. Uh, I'm just gonna jazz about, you know, what's been going on, what what video games I've been playing, uh, some creative projects I have in the works, and uh, of course I'm gonna have some auction alert, and uh, I might do a stick it, I don't know, I'm feeling good today, I'm, you know, not feeling very ornery, so let's get started. Alright, welcome. To the Two Consoles Too Late podcast, a lot has happened in the last month, I would say. Spring has sprung, and uh, the clocks have moved forward, which always screws me up, and I and I absolutely hate it, and I just get very confused around daylight savings time. I don't think it's just me. They just need to, they just need to ban the damn thing. I I don't know. Just just get it get it over with. We don't need it. So let's roll the clocks back a month ago. Uh, I got really sick, which I never, never get sick. There was some sort of stomach virus going around, and my kid got it, and then I got it, and then my daycare mom got it, and it seems like everyone got it, and uh, it was pretty bad. But there's only one thing to do when you're sick, and that is sleep, throw up, and watch TV and play video games. And I did all four. So in my ill state, incapacitated as it were, I decided, okay, um, I just talked to uh, Brian Rigsby uh, about his book. Once again, it's a great book. Check it out. All right. No one commented on the social media for the free copy. You know what, to that, actually, I'm going to say stick it to that. You know what, because it's a great book. I mean, it's a huge creative effort. I was really trying to support that. And no one, no one commented anywhere on social media. At all. So, uh, to that, I'm going to have to say, stick it! All you had to do was just say maps. Just type out the word, I love the podcast about maps. I remember the Metroid map. Ten seconds. Anyway. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked there. Anyway, so my story was this. I'm sick as a dog. I'm on my couch. I got time on my hands. And I just talked to Brian Rigsby. And he said, oh, I found all 900 Kuroks. 
which I found absolutely amazing to actually talk to someone who actually did it. So I decided, all right, fine, I'm going to try to do this. So I uh, break out the old tablet, hit up some IGN, and uh, check out their interactive map, which has all the Kuroks in one map. And I go through the game, and I start marking where all the Kuroks are. And currently, I mean, this has been a month. I took a little bit, a bit of a hiatus, and I'll talk about that. But I think currently I just breached 500 Kuroks. Now, when I started, uh, I think I was, I think it was sub 100, because a lot of uh, my quote-unquote accomplishments on Zelda Breath of the Wild was on my son's profile. Like I got the the Master Cycle Zero. And, uh, you know, a lot of the expansion, uh, whatever's, like the, like Majora's Mask, stuff like that. I did all that on his profile. So now on my profile, I'm in the process of doing that. So then a week later, uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling better than I was. And uh, I decide, I'm, you know, we need some things and I feel like getting out of the house because I was cooped up, you know being sick and all that. So, I go to Target. Hey, don't be shy. Hi, welcome to Target. Thank you. I, I love that skit on SNL. Uh, funny, funny story. Uh, the Target lady has a Funko Pop, which is bizarre that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it seems like everyone and their mother has a Funko Pop. I mean, the two consoles too late Funko Pop would be pretty interesting. Whoa, am I scatterbrained today. Anyway, so, Target. I got a $40 gift card from my dad to Target from Christmas, which I never used. And I'm like, all right, well, I need to pick up some stuff, you know, like coffee, aspirin, you know, just sundries. So, I take my son. We pick up what we need. And, of course, we're like, all right, well, let's go check out the electronics and the toys. And we do. And I'm looking at the Switch games, and what do you think they had? That's right. They had none other than Metroid Prime Remastered. And they had two copies. Now, I, I fully expected them not to have it. I think I even went online and checked Walmart and this Target's location. And, you know, it said, sorry, don't have any. Oh, but they had it. <laughs> So I am just, I make a beeline to the counter. Like, I don't know, like I, like in my mind, like I, I think someone's going to buy these games before me, which is stupid. So I make a beeline to the counter. There's a guy waiting. I think he was trying to buy a TV or something. And uh, there's no one at the counter. And there's this thing. It says like, press the button for customer service, right? So I go ahead and I press the button and it says something like, uh, someone will be with you in like within like two minutes. So just to be a jerk, I break out the old phone, hit the stopwatch, press start, and damn if that guy didn't show up in like 20, 30 seconds. Great customer service at Target, at least my Target. I'm like, hello, I'd like to buy Metroid Prime. So I pulled the trigger. It was $40. I, I, I don't know why I thought it was going to be more because it was a physical copy, but no. It was $40, and oh boy, 
it's it just opened up a big old can of worms so whenever i get a new game i decide oh you know what i'm gonna do like an unboxing video or i'm gonna play it for the first time on twitch or something just i i get these stupid ideas i don't know why it's like you know i, I know why i want to be famous you know i want to make some money off this thing which whatever so anyway i i uh, you know, I do the unboxing video, and I go on Twitch, and I'm streaming it. Now, so the first level of Metroid Prime is the the frigate Orpheon. And it's kind of like a primer, like, okay, this is how you jump, this is how you shoot, this is how you scan, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, I've played it so many times I can't, I can't count. And it's like, of course, you know, I pop it in the Switch, I got it on the, you know, got it on the TV. And, uh... You know, it looks great. You know, nothing changed. It's just Metroid Prime. But uh, within the first five minutes, I didn't realize that there were, um, there were like escape pods by like the burning carcass of some alien bug. I didn't realize that those were jettisoned escape pods because the graphics, well, A, I didn't scan it before, and B, I just, you know, it was kind of blurry. But now it's all crisp, and I could tell. I was like, oh, look, that's different. So anyway, I set the uh, controls to Metroid Prime re Remastered to uh, what was supposed to be the Wii controls, the Wii Motion controls. And oh my fucking god. I will say it once, I will say it again. I fucking hate motion controls. They are horrible. They are really bad. They're gimmicky. Now... That being said, and I've said it once and I'll say it again, I can't imagine playing Metroid Prime not on the Wii. But the Wii Remote was a different beast, alright? Joy-Cons are just something completely different. And the Wii Motion Plus Remote, when I played Skyward Sword, horrible. So, I would say, I mean, I'm just kind of snowballing this. It seemed like every five minutes I had to put down the Joy-Con. And I, you can check out the Twitter at Two Consoles Too Late. This, you know, the Joy-Con would just have to reset itself. And it says, like, the pointer is now recentered. And it was just every, it seemed like every five minutes. And that just became really annoying really fast. So I'm slogging through Metroid Prime Remastered, the first, you know, on the Frigate Orpheon, and I defeat the Parasite Queen, which, once again, looked really good, you know? <laughs> I would expect nothing less. So then after you defeat the Parasite Queen, spoiler alert, you gotta get off the ship because it's gonna blow up or something. So there's this long sequence where you have to go through a series of tunnels to get off the ship. Well, I started to have this lag... Like, the game was just going really slow. And I was like, no, this, is, this isn't normal. So my immediate thought is, okay, you know, with the better graphics, the Switch can't handle this somehow. You know, my, my first go-to is the Nintendo Switch sucks, okay? Come to find out that I, you know, meanwhile, I'm doing all this on Twitch, right? So my, my Switch is on a dock, so I take it off the dock, I go to, you know, I just play it normally on my TV. 
and there's no lag. I'm like, wait, 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 it's not lagging anymore. What's what's going on here? The reason the game was lagging when I was streaming to Twitch is I got uh, one of those cheapy Chinese knockoff Switch docks for like $23 off Amazon. And uh, I was, that's the dock that I was using. I was not using HAC017, the Nintendo OEM dock, when I was streaming. And that is what was causing the, the lag. So I'm like cursing, you know, the heavens at this point, you know, because I, I just, I, I, I didn't like Metroid Prime. And I just assumed that it was... It was Nintendo's fault, it was the Switch's fault, when, in fact, it was actually my fault for, you know what, trying to save a little bit of money on a Chinese, you know, knockoff from Amazon, who I hate, by the way. I, I, I do not like Amazon. But that being said, um, I'm going to give myself a stick it for just being so stupid and getting so upset about something so trivial. Stick it! Now... Every time I play Metroid Prime, you know, I, I pretty much remember what to do. But it's like, at a certain point, like, the sequence gets, like, a little fuzzy. It's like, all right, after the phase on mines, what do I do now? It's just, and I end up kind of going back and forth and forgetting where things are. I'll admit it, you know, I'm not a speedrunner, you know, but I, I like to beat that game by like within eight hours i think that for me that's a good time but the whole week or you know leading up to this and the week that i was playing i can't i kept going on social media and it seemed like every post was oh my god i just beat metroid prime remastered in like three hours i did some root optimization and i did this was my sequence you know and everybody's posting you know the final picture 100 percent three hours, it's like, you know what, go fuck yourself, all right, good, all right, you're good at Metroid, you know what, I'm not that good, sorry, uh, what, what, you want a fucking cookie, yeah, I'm gonna bake a batch of two consoles to, like, cookies and send one to you, but social media is, you know, just like anything else, like the TV, the radio, if you don't like what you're seeing, what you're hearing, turn it off, okay, you don't like what I'm saying? Turn me off. <laughs> we have options here. So the social media whole thing was just getting annoying. And the motion controls are really, really just wearing me down. And my first playthrough of Metroid Prime Remaster took... Fif no, 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 it wasn't 15 hours. It was 13 hours. To me, that is substandard. It is unacceptable. I was like, uh-uh. I'm doing this again. So I just go back to... Uh, you know, the dual analog stick uh, controls on the Pro, uh, on the Switch Pro controller. And boom, immediate improvement. I was like, why did I ever try to use motion controls? And I finished Metroid Prime 100% in, I forget the time. I think I put it on Twitter. I have to double check. It was something like, you know, my, my target time of like eight hours. Uh, revisiting that game, I love it every time. Uh, the HD graphics, it's cool, you know, but, you know, it's just nice that it's on the Switch now. 
Uh, of course, they're going to do Metroid Prime 2. Now that, here we go. So after playing Metroid Prime Remastered, I'm like, you know what? I started Metroid Prime 2 and I, you know, never finished. So I'm going to start playing that again. Meanwhile, while all this is going on, The Last of Us is still on HBO. And the series finished, and it was wonderful. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that show. But after seeing the show and hearing, uh, seeing things on the interwebs about how the show actually stayed pretty faithful to the game, I decided, well, you know what? I'm going to blow the dust off my PS3 and pick up a copy of this game. Now, The Last of Us was never, you know, a collector's item. It was never an expensive game. Um, I think before the show, it was like, I don't know, like $18 on the PS3. All right, now I'm talking about the, P the, the PS3 version. I'm not talking about the PS4 remaster or anything. I'm talking about OG. So right now... See, price trends like all over the place. Like if you, if you look at the graph, uh, the complete in box, they're saying $19.99. Okay. A couple weeks ago when the show was out, that was around $23. So I snowballed. Um, I had a copy at work. I said, you know what? Let, let's give this a ride. Let's just try to do a single copy of The Last of Us and see what happens. And, uh, it just, it didn't have any movement, sold for $16. Guess who bought it? Haha, <laughs> yep, I did. Um, so I picked up The Last of Us for PS3. And I've not played it yet. And I, I'm going to talk about this uh, in my next segment um, about The Last of Us. Now, in the coming weeks, I'm going to do a podcast, and the, the, the whole topic of the podcast is going to be the ritual of video games, you know, in our culture and, you know, our experiences with video games and how that is part, a, a great part of our culture. And um, so when I'm talking about The Last of Us, you know, it, to me, it's, it's, you know, whenever I play a video game for the first time, it's kind of like an event. You know, buying the game, the expectation of, you know, playing the game, actually playing the game. And in this case with The Last of Us, you know, playing the game and comparing it to the TV series, which was hugely successful. And uh, the expectation of a second season, of course. Uh, so I, I haven't played The Last of Us, but in order to play The Last of Us, I had to, uh, you know, start up my PS3. And... <laughs> My PS3, I, I'll take a picture and put it on the Instagrams and the Twitters. Oh my god, my poor PS3. It's a, it's a slim, alright, so, you know, there's slim, super slim, and fat, alright. Uh, the fat ones are the old, like, piano black ones. Some of them are backwards compatible. Uh, C-E-C-H-A-O-1, and I think E-O-1. You got four USB ports, uh, you know. Am I going to pick up uh, a backwards compatible PS3? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, $200 for another video game console that... I don't know how much I would use it. So, you know. I'd like to find one in the wild, you know. But 
I'm pretty sure that's going to be impossible. It's kind of like one of my holy grails of yard sales is finding a backwards compatible PS3. Anyway, so I I talked previously on the podcast that I got this uh, the AV cable for my PS3 so I could uh, you know stream this thing to Twitch. And so I, I, I fire up the PS3, I hook in the AV cable, I put it into my AV HDMI adapter, and I think, oh, that, that's going to be my, my workaround so I can stream this thing to Twitch because, you know, my nine followers, you know, they desperately want to see me play The Last of Us for the first time, of course, you know. And uh, it didn't work. And I fired up OBS and it's just black screen. Still, you know, because the PS3 cannot stream to Twitch because of copyright protection on the PS3. So apparently the workaround is that you have to go, you have to plug into like an HDMI splitter and somehow that's how you can bypass this copyright protection. I don't know. So I I just resigned myself to, you know, you know what? I'm not going to be able to stream The Last of Us on Twitch and my nine followers I think it's still nine. I may have dropped to like seven or eight. Who knows? Uh, so no one's going to be able to see me play The Last of Us for the first time. But it's a rainy day here in Baltimore, and I thought today would be the perfect day to just settle in with a video game and uh, you know immerse myself in in this experience that is The Last of Us. You know, play a you know play a PS3 game for once. I. I, I turned on my PS3, and the only games I have uh, on my PS3 are the Siphon Filter series, and I tried briefly to play it, and I just just get my hands on that analog controller. I'm just like, oh my god, there's too many buttons. I mean, you know, like a Pro controller or a Switch, you know, Switch Pro controller has just as many buttons, but something about something about the DualShock controller of the PS3 it, it brings back memories. All right, so the state of the podcast, i it's like a business plan, you know? When you have a business plan, you have to revisit it every three, six months, you know? Because it's something that's always in flux. And I actually do have a mission statement that I've typed out, you know, for two consoles too late. And the intention and the mission of the two consoles too late podcast was to be an infotainment podcast about retro video gaming movies and you know whatever I feel like talking about and for the last month I just didn't feel like doing it you know I just I just I I said it once I'll say it again the minute this thing became job like something forced or something I had to do uh uh-uh so I put it down and you know what there was a part of me that was like oh no like I'm not staying consistent or whatever you know what I'm (laughs) you know (laughs) It's not like uh, the nightly news or the weather, you know, it's like you go to find it and it's not there, you know, no one's, no one's freaking out here. So anyway, I've been having, um, I want to go back and start doing some videos. Uh, it's been a while since I did videos and video production. Um, it's, it's a different beast altogether, um, but I have a couple ideas just for like that two consoles, too late bent humor on like simple subjects. And uh, 
I'm really excited about it and I will definitely keep you all posted and put links when I make those videos because they're going to be awesome. So, auction alert. It's back. It Well, it never left. Anyway, this auction... Uh, actually, I, I I can't take credit for this one. Uh, my, my boss and mentor at work, Mike, he showed me this auction. And uh, it, it's pretty... Like, from our perspective, it's pretty funny. And I just had to highlight this. Okay, I am going to read this verbatim. Nintendo Wii Ultimate Gamer Bundle... With games and accessories tested. Okay. Now this isn't. This is not an auction. Oh no. <laughs> this is a buy it now. Uh huh. Yep. You you can't place a bid on this. You could just buy it now. And what is the buy it now price? Now. Let me. Let me. Say what's in. You know. This uh, listing. We've got. Four wheels. Like you used to put the, you know, you put the Wii controller and play Mario Kart. Four of those. We got a red Nintendo Wii, backwards compatible, so it's like the Mario edition. We got four Motion Plus controllers. Uh, looks like four nunchucks. Power adapter, AV cable, sensor bar, and, you know, some games. Now let's look at the games. Okay, the games are Wii Play... Mario Kart Wii, New Super Mario Bros. Wii, Cookin' Mama Cook-Off, Sonic and the Secret Rings, uh, Mario and Sonic the Olympic Games. Uh, what else is in here? There was, there was some more. Okay. Wii Sports, Just Dance 3, Super Mario Galaxy 2, uh, Mario Super Sluggers, Lego Star Wars, and Big Brain Academy. So let's just go through these games. Wii Sports. 20 bucks. Uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2, 20 bucks. Uh, Mario Super Sluggers, eh, we'll, we'll, we'll call that 25 just to be generous. Lego Star Wars, eh, Big Brain Academy, eh, Just Dance 3, meh, we'll give that one 10 bucks just to be generous. Uh, Mario Kart Wii, 20, 25. Super Mario Brothers, sadly only about 10, 15. So these games, you know, not a whole lot of value there. So, if you buy this lot, you can pay, how much do you think? 100? 200? Nope. Uh-uh. This can all be yours for the buy it now price of $499. Alright, and this is coming from the Goodwill of the Southern Piedmont in North Carolina. I don't know. It's just uh, the further you get away from the Mason Dixon and you work for Goodwill, just it seems like the stupider you get. Uh, I've, I've talked about the Tennessee Valley and they're just like piles of crap. Well, this isn't. I mean, it's a very well presented, you know, uh, you know, presentation of of this lot. And, oh, by the way, there's also two classic Wii classic controllers. I forgot to mention that. Once again, not worth anything. 
Um, cheers to like, you know, good pictures. You know, it's clearly represented what you're selling. But unfortunately, uh, you know, there's this thing called eBay. And uh, eBay tells you, you know, kind of what things are worth. And uh, sorry, guys, this is not worth $500. All right, that's it. That's the podcast of Two Consoles Too Late. I've been the host, Jackson Keebler. Thank you for listening. Check me out on the interwebs. Just look up Two Consoles Too Late. But as always, have a good one. I love you. Goodbye.